0: Intuitive eating is not all or none. A diet is all or none. But intuitive eating is a learning journey. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind. And you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author. And I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Welcome, my Real Wellness friend. I am so glad you're here today. We are going to have fun starting a little challenge around intuitive eating for this week and it's just a it's a baby challenge it's a little challenge but it will help you so what is it it's about getting away from the thought that intuitive eating is this all or none thinking just like diets are all or none so we think about you know this is good food this is bad food can have this can't have that and a lot of times when we come into and I say we I certainly did this We come into intuitive eating with the diet mentality. And so we apply the same concept of I'm either eating like an intuitive eater or I'm not. I'm either doing it 100% or I'm not. Well, let's not make it like a diet. So as, as some examples of things I have done is, okay, I'm supposed to not eat when I'm bored. I'm supposed to only eat when I'm at a three on that hunger scale. Well, and the hunger scale is something I talked about in some previous episodes, and I will link those in the show notes so you'll know what the hunger scale is. So I'm only supposed to eat at a three on the hunger scale, but I ate when I was bored. Oh, no, I I'm, I'm, I feel guilty for that. No, I just need to ask myself why. It's just a learning journey. Or, boy, this was so good, so I kept eating it past a five, past neutral. Well, why? We're just, it's a learning journey. Oh, this one's really good. Well, okay, I learned why, but then I still did it the next day. Oh, dear. Well, no. Okay, well, why did I do it two days in a row? One of the stories I remember reading in one of the very first books called Diets Don't Work. This was one of the very first books I read about breaking up with diets, which I encouraged you in the last episode to consider doing that this year, is... This story related about this guy who owned some diet centers and he noticed he kept having the same people come in every year to re-sign up. And it's like cuz he initially started as though he was really going to, you know, his his intent was to help people. And when he started seeing the same people over and over again and every time they came in, they weighed more than they did the previous time that they came in to join. It's like, okay, something is up with this. So when he started flipping the script and people were then, okay, where they're not dieting, one of their fears was, I'm going to go out and I'm going to eat just candy bars. And there was one particular story he told in there of somebody who did that for like two or three days, I think it was. It wasn't just like, okay, had two candy bars for lunch and then we're done. But this was, it went on for a little bit. And he just was like, stay with it, stay with it. And then the person after that started craving salads. They were just like, I can't eat another candy bar. I want salads. So if you are, if I have eaten something quote unquote bad or overeaten maybe two days in a row, well, why is that? There might be a reason and just being exploratory with it and not judgmental. Another thing that comes up is, oh, I ate with the movie. I ate distracted, and I'm not supposed to eat distracted. Well, that's a guide. It's a principle. It's not a rule. You're not no longer an intuitive eater if you don't do that. Anything that you're feeling guilt around with intuitive eating, something's off track because we're supposed to be getting away from the guilt because food is not a moral issue. If you feel as though, and I have, that, okay, I've got to be 100% on my HWSS, and that's my intuitive eating letters that I talk about in a previous episode. Again, I'll link them. If I'm not going to be 100%, then what's the point? That is part of the diet mentality trying to leak in to intuitive eating. Another way this shows up is my old food fear of food being good or bad. If that surfaces and I eat a salad because it's, it's good for me, but then I'm not satisfied because what I really wanted was a hearty soup because it's winter. Those are ways that the diet mentality comes into intuitive eating. And why is, why is this important? Why am I mentioning this today? Because I recently had a friend talking with me about she loves this podcast. And she was listening to a lot of the intuitive eating episodes. And she felt as though, oh, you know, I can't do this. There's uh, this whole slow and savor, not eating distracted thing. She's like, I do that at dinner when my husband and I are eating, but during lunch, that's just not going to happen for me. Well, I have good news for her and I have good news for you. This is a learning journey. Getting off of diets and stepping into intuitive eating doesn't have to be all or none, turn, turn on the switch and now suddenly, okay, now we're intuitive eater. It is a now we're an intuitive eater in the sense of once you set the intention of I'm going to get off diets and I'm going to get into into intuitive eating, you are becoming an intuitive eater. So let me give you some ideas on how to make this your own path, because I'm all about, as you know, I'm all about find your path, fulfill your potential, find your unique path, and you are going to live out what your potential is. It does not have to match the ideal. So, one idea, this comes from a client who, she was wanting to do slow and savor, but she was like, I just don't see, I I just don't see myself doing that all the time, every meal. That's just it's just wasn't going to work for her. It was like fine, cool. So what would? So she made a micro commitment that. And a micro-commitment is something I talk about in Creating Habits, and I will link that in the show notes as well. You're going to have lots of links in this show note page. So her micro-commitment was, I'm going to take five minutes at the beginning of my meal and focus in, and then after that, I can check email, I can work on something, I can watch a movie, whatever. For myself, a micro-commitment I do with this is, if I choose to eat distracted, that's cool. There are times I will choose to eat distracted. And when I do, okay, cool. I'm going to take a small portion to start with. And then when that's done, now I'm going to check in. Because one of the reasons that we want to slow and savor, one of the many reasons, is because then we don't just eat mindlessly and blow right past a neutral and end up overeating. Well, if you take a really small portion and you're choosing to eat distracted, When you finish that portion, now you've got a chance to check in. Am I still physically hungry? If so, you go get a little bit more. If not, then you know you're good and you haven't overdone it. Other people, they will have breakfast and dinners, intuitive eating. And lunch, they will work through. Or they will do it like a halfway through their lunch, they put everything down and check in to see if they're still hungry. If you are emotionally eating... And you're like, I really want to lean into intuitive eating, but I'm also know myself that sometimes I will use food for comfort. Maybe a micro commitment there is, okay, cool. We're going to have hot tea first. And if after I have the hot tea, I'm still wanting to emotionally eat, go for it. Or somebody that I work with was having a, okay, I'm going to emotionally eat, but I'm not going to emotionally eat distracted. I'm going to sit at the table and eat the brownie or whatever the big lesson for you with this here's what i want you to learn is dump the guilt go with your intent of being an intuitive eater this is something i talk about a little bit back in episode 30 is is your intent leaning into your intent to be an intuitive eater so you learn that maybe you get hungry and you eat while you drive and then you go, oh, wait, how did I just finish that bag of chips or finish that whatever? And you feel terrible physically. It's like, Ugh, you know, you overdid it. But at the same time, you're still not really satisfied or fulfilled. So maybe in that case, you learn, you know, I'm going to eat in the car in the parking lot. Or maybe what you learn is that when I eat this way, meaning the type of food combination, a powerful plate, which I talk about here uh, in in this podcast, is I feel fine later. But maybe you discover that not eating a powerful plate, oh, wow, I get really hungry within the next hour or so. So you begin to learn on your own journey and make those adaptations, make those adjustments. This is something that I help my clients with so you so that they speed up the process and I help them see insights in their patterns that they wouldn't see on their own. So if this is something that you do want to speed the process up with... Absolutely reach out. We will chat about what that would look like for you and how I can help. My challenge to you this week is to do a little bit of a slow and savor challenge. So between now and next week, take the time every time you're eating for two minutes. It's a two-minute challenge. You can do this. Every time you eat for two minutes, don't eat distracted, slow and savor. Taste the food. Think about the food. Think about the texture, the temperature. What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? This is just a tiny micro commitment, but I want to know what kind of game-changing endeavor this is going to be for you is just two minutes. So every time, if it's a breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, 120 seconds every time you're putting food in your mouth, pay attention to the food and see what happens and see what you discover. Talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.